are back with another episode of Verbal Assault Livestream. We're a political podcast where we give you viewpoints from left, right, and center. I'm your host, Marquis Deborah. I'm a registered independent and a person who is hopefully giving you guys a very entertaining podcast with my guest today coming to you from Brooklyn, New York, or right down the street from Barclays Center. I have with me again this week, I have the wonderful Joni Martinez, who uh, describes herself as a progressive. Joni, tell me a little bit about yourself. Tell me a little bit. Okay, Brooklyn, okay, so in case you know, you don't know, uh, Brooklyn, born and raised. Um, I'm I'm just a Brooklyn girl through and through. My parents um, are from Haiti, but they also, my great-grandfather was from Puerto Rico. Also, um, I just have like a whole bunch of opinions about things. And from what I understand, you're a Brooklyn producer, correct? Yes, yes I am a Brooklyn producer with uh, with Brick, of course. I've been with them for as long as I can remember. And, you know, right now we're just producing our podcast, Chai Chai Bang Bang, available on all the platforms where we basically do... Basically, it's the female version of this show. I love it when someone younger than 50 says all the platforms because to me, I'm like, okay, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Now they're talking about TikTok, WeChat. No, and... no, not those platforms. Podcasting platforms. Well, I don't even know what those are. Okay. We're still working on that. So you and I will be talking about Let's... business things later. Okay. But, you know, to move on here, we also have returning today Luke Moon. Uh, who has a master's in political and economic development. You also are a blogger. I won't say the name of the blog again today because it is so long. But what I will say is that you are a right-leaning analyst coming from Seattle, Washington. Yeah. What an oxymoron. Could you explain that? What happened? Someone dropped you as a kid. Well, that's true. Uh, My mom does say she did drop me once. Uh, Or twice. But no, I've I've been conservative my entire life. I even in high school I would argue with people. I mean, I'm a I'm a from Seattle, and you know I maybe it's I, I always like to be the you know the unique voice in the room, and just uh, not I don't I don't I don't always go along with uh, the status quo. Oh, is does that mean the politically incorrect or politically correct? Yeah, I, I am. I, I will often say to people that I am unoffendable. Like you cannot offend me. Wow. Uh, and and but I might offend you. Wow. There's a, okay. There's a there's a good chance at some point in in something I say is gonna like cause problems for people. You know, and I haven't had a problem with your recording so far, but I think that you're coming in sort of light and easy, kind of like uh, you know. You kind of coming in right now like Diet Coke, and the gas and the indigestion hasn't quite settled in yet. Uh, sorry, sorry from the people at Coca Cola International. We're not uh, we're not banging your brand here. But when you say conservative, I'm going to move over to Mr. Kirk Adair, who uh, is a historian. He's an author. He's a documentarian. He is a professor. And Kirk, I've always said, conservative. Are cons serving? Well, yeah, you could certainly say that. Okay, and they would say that I, you know, I'm just a left-leaning liberal, but I'm in, I'm just a progressive independent. Mm-hmm. But again, what 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 do you see happening in today's 
right leaning environment. What's your observation? Um, I've experienced both uh, liberal and conservative um, ideologies growing up in the UK because I came from a very conservative family in certain ways. But it's, it's conservation in a different way. But I, my, uh, unfortunate, my perception of the conservative uh, right at this point is that it has uh, been bitten by um, uh, the racist bug and that uh, that is unfortunately engendering a lot of their um, programs at this point in time. They, uh, they, they feel terribly threatened by the equality of power. Wow. Now, yesterday's show discussed women in office, and we, we, we created a new hashtag called She Too. Shouldn't She Too be in office? So today, we're going to get a little bit harder core. Guns and God, homegrown terror, and, and Kirk Adair, you spoke about racism. And recently in Virginia, we have had people protesting and the car that ran into the crowd. The reason why I came up with the subject today of guns and God, because when the evangelical right talks about Christianity and talks about abortion, somehow carrying a gun seems to be compatible with Jesus. Now I'm gonna go over here to Luke because Luke is from the West Coast. He's from Seattle, Washington, a place that we consider a liberal bastion. Luke, do you carry a gun? I, well, I live in New York, so actually I can't. It's almost impossible to get a, a permit to be a concealed carry here in uh, New York, but if I could, I would, for sure. Would and you I am too? also an evangelical Christian, so oh. I'm gonna like give you everything you want in this uh, talk to them. everything that I want I, okay so I want to talk about I want to talk about religion right now Judaism Christianity Islam Buddhism Sikh Joni Martinez out of the five that I mentioned which would you call the religion of peace the religion of peace is um... Well, like, if, that sounds like a trick question. However, you know, not to upset you, Luke. I'm unoffendable, I like mean, I said. For the longest time, I've always been told that the Muslim faith, the Islamic faith, was always the faith of peace. That's what I've always told. In an age of 911? I know. I know, but that's just how they always touted themselves. I mean, they always say that they are the... Just don't judge the whole by the few. That's what I say. Interesting, interesting. I'm, and also I feel like Christianity, I mean, like, I'm also a kid of history, so of course all I can think about is the Crusades and how it's like, um, and just how it seems that a lot of things are waged, a lot of conflicts are waged in the name of God. and In the name of God or in the name of Christianity? The name of both. Like pick, wow. your, pick your poison. Okay, now I know that uh, we have people picking up their pens and they are spewing diatribes and ready to write us nasty letters and postcards. Sorry. And that's okay, send them on in. Because you know what? This show is about discussing things that are uncomfortable. Mr. Kirkadere, you and I have had conversations about Christianity and the enslavement of Africans throughout our histories. But the Jews were enslaved at one time. Islam, uh, right now we're having issues in, let, let me get it right, in Northern Africa, we're having issues in Libya, 
and other Algeria. countries as well. Also, okay, so Algeria as well. We're having problems with darker skinned people being enslaved. Which is the religion of peace for you? Judaism, Christianity, Islam, Buddhism, or Sikh? Well, I'd say Buddhism. Um, uh, the Buddha taught that um, compassion is the most important element. Uh, it's uh, and um, um, it is a way of peace. It is a way of living. Uh, it's actually not so much a religion as it is a, a way of life, a way of living. You can actually be a Buddhist and a Christian at the wow. same time. I mean, a practicing, a shall we say, a practicing Christian. Um, but the uh, when you're talking, for instance, the Sikhism is a combination of Hinduism and Islam. Wow, um, I didn't know that. It's uh, a lot of the tenants, particularly the peace tenants on both sides, are drawn from each. They have five tenants um, that they sometimes use uh, to justify uh, self-defense. They actually have been a, a religion that has been attacked by Islam in India, uh, and a lot of their gurus were martyred. Uh, uh, particularly by one uh, Indian emperor, specifically. Okay. I'm going to move over for a second because, Mr. Kirkadare, you said the term way of life, and I'm going to direct this to Luke. Luke, in the United States, you mentioned the fact that if you did not live in New York, where we have stringent gun laws, you would have a gun. Yeah. And my assumption is that you would have a gun to protect yourself. No, actually, um, it's less about... I mean, obviously, you know, having a gun protect yourself is kind of baseline, right? But it's more, it's more of what the gun represents. What does it represent? To me, it represents, like, individual freedom, right? Like, who's going to protect, who's going to protect me and my family? God. Who? Is he? I mean, he is, but he's also, I mean, the, I mean, listen, God is going to protect us all. Some degree. Does God right. not protect us? Because I'm, I consider myself a, a progressive Christian myself, and so I no. ask the question about the, the the religion of peace because Christianity in Jesus represents uh, right. turning the other cheek. You know, uh, they also though he also like he also though I think didn't expect his followers to be abused or not to defend their homes, their family, their friends, the people that they love. But when the right. disciples tried to save Jesus from the cross, he was very specific in telling them. Oh, I know. Exactly. I can quote you that passage. Please do. Right? Please so, do. so you have this situation. I'll, I'll say it for our listeners. When, when Jesus was, was in the Garden of Gethsemane and the soldiers came to arrest him, uh, Peter cut off the ear of one of the soldiers, and Jesus put the ear back on the soldier, healing him. And he says to Peter... Uh, uh, those who live by the sword will die by the sword, right? But isn't the gun considered the sword? Today's no, but, sword? But he, who is he talking to? Who is Jesus talking to at that moment? Jesus is talking to Peter. his followers. But Jesus is talking to Peter. And he, what does he do a few verses before? He said he said to Peter that, that on you I will build my church. Okay? like So Peter is representative of how is... Christianity, how does Christianity grow throughout the world? Okay, let me tell you, because Christianity, like he basically, what I see that passage saying is Christianity, my kingdom, the, the kingdom of God is not going to grow 
by the sword. Okay, that is that is I think an explicit command of of Jesus and all through the Bible. Right. So like, why do you need it now? If that if that was what Jesus said, why? I couldn't get the question out fast it, enough, folks. Why? No, because because I don't like. It, I'm not. I'm, if somebody's it, if somebody's attacking my family, somebody bursts through my door. Right. What am I supposed to do? understand why people actually argue that point it's because not, it's a good point to it's a it's, good frame of yeah, reference but he well, asked but he asked a question and i want you to answer that he wanted to know if 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 someone is attacking his family what should he do he should by all means defend yourself that is your home right. someone is invading your home and you defend your home i'm totally for that however you know it's, but it's what? Just like if, if i'm supposed to let i'm How like Christian somebody comes into it? my somebody comes into my house comes into my in my door and like Binds up my family and my, and you know, they're gonna like, What's and that? I'm supposed to go. I never understood yeah, that like, scenario. Like, well, how often does that even happen? Well, unfortunately, it's happening more often now where we have homegrown terrorists, which is our, which is our subtitle, that are going into schools, colleges, high schools, elementary schools, Sandy Hook, and they're taking lives. Right. And there are some on the right that have said, "Let's arm the teachers." Oh, ridiculous! And why do you say it's ridiculous? Well, you don't. You don't arm teachers. Well, who's protecting the children? Well, the police department should be protecting. All of this crap is a setup. It's nonsense. It's absolute rubbish. But and Luke doesn't want to. Luke doesn't want to call the no, police. The he wants first, it done no, no, no. The home. thing is that there should be there should be stricter. Uh, one of the problems is the government is refusing. They're, they're in the pocket of the NRA. They're refusing to do background checks on people who shouldn't have guns. People, the, the United America was founded on this frontier mentality, and the frontier mentality is still in their minds, which is the Bible and the blunderbuss, the gun. Okay, and they went west, and that's what they did. And you're it's, fear. It's it's it, it, it's constantly playing on fear. The way this country was founded is, is the white man basically went west with a gun and a Bible and justified his aggression based on the Old Testament. Manifest destiny. And manifest destiny. And Kirk, I'm going to cut you off. Luke, have you ever had anyone accuse you as a Republican of being racist? Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's actually not that uncommon. So are you saying that it's a given? It's usual, like it's it's not uncommon for, to be called a racist, right? So because because of my p political positions are are somehow like uh, non sequitur in some in some communities. Okay, so you talked about liberty and yeah. you talked about way of life. Now I didn't hear you discuss money, and one of the good points that Kirk brought up is the National Rifle Association uh, does not support the suppression of gun ownership by any means. Unless we're discussing the Black Panthers, unless we were discussing Black Lives Matter. So when we talk about gun Trish, ownership, wait, wait, wait. But where, 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 where has the NRA suppressed that? The in, Black in the Panther last, in the last, I don't know, in the last several years. The, the the Black Panthers are a group. I know who the Black Panthers are. You know who they are. Yes. Okay. And I've read James Cone. Right. Okay. Like so, I I'm not ignorant of no. this space. No. You have right? traveled. Actually, you have traveled to 45 countries, and I have not traveled uh, to one. Right. That's you need a, you need to put an end to that. But 
you can at least I'll have, have the passport in two weeks, yeah, brother. You, you better, you better <laughs> I'm, a, I'm an international media personality, so trust me, I'll be out there. Thank you. No, but but listen, I I actually I think that that the right to bear arms uh, is 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 up for is, it applies to everybody, and if the if if black people want to own guns, they should. If they want Maybe. to own, but but you know and when black white people and if Hispanics, I mean, like I, there's that was not meant in any but, kind but of like. But let's go back. Yeah. But let's oh, go yeah. back. Like you are a Trump supporter, yeah. and the situation in Chicago is mentioned constantly. So if 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 black men and women are killing each other off, we just say let them do what they do. But it's a shithole state. If we have a situation in a Baltimore, Maryland, where they're killing each other off, then it's it, it's it's a place where crime is out of control. So again, I need to come back to the but, black. But are those are those the people who are buying guns? Mostly, most of those, most of the of the in Chicago and 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 Baltimore, the 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 killing of of. Uh, through gang violence, mostly done through handguns, okay. and those people have not are not registered with the NRA, nor are they getting background checks for their guns. But why are we right? registering the with the NRA? The, the, the assault. Let, let him answer the question, please. Why are we registering with the NRA? We're n no, why? You, like why are we registering with the NRA? No, you become a, like a member of the NRA. Nobody why? who has committed those crimes that you talk about are like there's no mass shooter who is who is who is a member of the NRA. This is interesting because just this week, uh, Saugus High School, not Saugus, Massachusetts folks, but in California, had another shooting. Yes. We can go back to Columbine. We can go back to Virginia Tech. I'm going to let Kirk and I'm going to let um, uh, Johnny Time in here, but I, I, I want to know... When we discuss Black Lives Matter, this seems to get under the skin of the right. When we discuss Black Panther, we, we, we know what that did in the 60s and the 70s. I mean, we're, we're, we're shooting people in their, in their homes. So the KKK, Christianity, white supremacy, there are good people on both sides, are there not? No, read, what was Trump talking about? First of all, let me, let me to that point specifically, before you compare- Well, are there good people on no, both sides? No, what, what what Trump was saying there is on the issue of removal of statutes. Read the transcript. That has been one of the most abused statements of Trump that has happened since he's been in office, right? Like CNN has even admitted that that is, that that like the the what when Trump said that that he was talking about the people marching. He was not talking about the people who were marching. He was talking about the people who want to take down statues of commemorate con Confederate soldiers or the Confederacy, whatever, okay? That's a separate point, right? There are no good white supremacists. There aren't any. Kurt said the same thing uh, in one of our podcasts about three or four months ago. There aren't any. There aren't. There I are agree. not. There's none. Well, right? And I, listen, I oppose nationalists all across the board. Black nationalists, white nationalists, Hispanic nationalists, Asian nationalists. You're a nationalist. You want to basically, in a xenophobic, racist, oppressive, uh -oh. brutal way. I'm going to let Kirk take this one because you, I've heard a couple of things. Yeah. No, no. If you want to, if you, like, if that's your, if you, your ideology, 
then then I'm gonna oppose you. Mm, I'm gonna oppose you regardless. Any kind of nationalist ideology I will mm. oppose. Even if it's American nationalist. Absolutely. Okay. No, I'm just saying because this country is kind of does have this nationalist bent. Not white nationalism, but I'm this country? The United States has kind of this All countries bent. have nationalist All countries, bent. but it seems that the United States seems to have this Americana myth about it. Kirk, does it seem that way? Because Trump was voted in on a platform of America first. Is that not nationalism? Well, it, it uh, smacks of nationalism, yes. Um, it smacks of, what does that mean? It means it leans in that direction. It leans. Now, I would say that it is, but America. you know, I'm just a biased well, independent. Like, look at the term America first. Look at the fact that, you know. Well, yeah, because it's not, uh, it's not a cooperative act. It's not cooperating with the rest of the planet. It's me first and, you know, everybody else in the hind, you know, follow me uh, in, in economics, in politics, in whatever. Any form of nationalism is really appalling and I would uh, oppose it uh, exactly as Luke says it's there are no good Nazis there, there Nazis, are not. Nazis were total nationalists they also claimed that they're socialists they're not socialists so but they 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 were nationalists and they were racist they had a racist agenda and the idea that that is uh, uh, take has taken root here is absolutely appalling. Should we consider the Black Panthers a nationalist group? No, I, I actually consider them a nationalist group. You do? I do. I consider them, I consider Nation of Islam nationalists, I consider Five Percenters, Moorish Nation, Black Hebrew Israelites. Why, all the, like, why can't the, you just say that it's just a group of people trying to just reclaim their place at the table? No, because Surely, it, it, if, said, if, if, if you if you do not, if they don't make space for you at the table, bring your own chair. And that's what these groups do. Black Lives Matter, they're trying to tell you that no, this has been happening. Black, no, Black Lives put, Matter are, is different than Nation of Islam. I, I okay. agree. I yeah. agree. I don't, I'm not going to put those. In, I'm not putting Black Lives Matter and Nation of Islam in the same category. The question was, are they nationalists? I think they are. I think. Listen, there's a continuum. Every nation falls within the continuum of nationalism and globalism. Every nation does, and every nation is somewhere in that. And every and people are some within those nations are somewhere in that continuum. Right, and so we have Obama was the last of the globalist presidents that we had a way for a long time, and enough people said, "I'm tired of being screwed out of this deal with globalism, where my job, my my family, everything is going to be shipped off to some other country, and I'm left here saying, like, what do I got?" Now, right? Luke, I agree with you. And I agree with you because yeah. this global situation, I I I see us exploiting poor people around the world. Well, okay, Mexico, you want a living wage, so we'll go to the Philippines and we'll hire them at $3 an hour. Okay, Philippines, your economy is middle class, you want a middle, uh, you know, you want minimum wage, great, then we'll go to Taiwan. We always seem to find a new place. Maybe, no, maybe it'll be the globalist, Somalia the, next I mean, week. That's the, that's the Open a call center in Somalia. the curse of the globalists, right? That's the nasty side of the globalist. Is that, is, is, that, is that you get to the, like, People get abused. The people in Bangladesh, the people in the in like the in, you know in the in the uh, garment factories and in in and people making shoes that you know get in sold China. for a hundred yeah. bucks, right? Yeah, like, make a like, good point. Like what I'm saying is like there's some really nasty stuff 
on the globalist side that we're like, yeah, globalism is amazing until you get to like fires where people are trapped in burning buildings, right? And there's some really nasty sides on the nationalist side too. And I have no problem calling those out. But, but I do think that we went from a point in which globalism was, was normative and enough people were like, I'm, I'm tired of being screwed out of this deal. You do and know. they flipped, you do know and they flipped into into a, a, like a, a basically a populist nationalist frame of mind. They're saying let's focus on America first. Like Trump, for all, whether you like him or hate him, and I get that most people in this city hate him, right? One of the things that he is he is pulling America out of all kinds of stuff because he's like, why is it? Why should we care? What's in our interest? Well, let's focus on America first. But that do we have to piss everybody off in the process? There's a diplomatic way to do that, is there not? Globalism is just an effect of deregulation. I, I, I see globalism as a form of capitalism run rampant. That's what I'm trying to say. It is. Right. It's capitalism. Well, look, no, I, I, your I, side, I, like, look, here's the thing. Like, yeah, yeah. conservatives ahead. love it's capitalism, awesome. free do. market, that's what you want, Absolutely. cheapest labor, let's do this, yay, yep. free market. Yep. However, you, you kind of, in a, in a roundabout way, you kind of created globalism in a no, way. No, I, I do, I know okay. that, right? You I, recognize I, I, that. I recognize it, but here, okay. here's, I mean, like, my other continuum, right? If, if one continuum is nationalism, globalism, there's another continuum called efficiency or equality. Right, and that is the mechanism by other like nations also. Did you use. say equality? You're an awfully liberal Republican. No, I'm saying no. Here's the here's the, here's the here's the here's the 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 continuum. Like the more efficient that a nation becomes, the the less equal they will become. That like in the economic grid, and the more the more equality they become, the less efficient they will be. Right, like nations that have very strong welfare states. Are not as efficient as countries that have almost no welfare states. Can you state. define welfare states? Uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Would oh, yeah. Would okay. you consider Sweden or Norway or, or Denmark welfare state? Because yeah. they have those are strong socialist countries. And they're among no, they the happiest, well-paid people. And their output. But they're not very efficient. And Germany is too. Actually, you don't think Sweden is efficient? Not, Germany's, not Germany's incredibly efficient. Not as, not as not as efficient as they could be. No, no, we're not measuring. I'm not measuring happiness. I mean, that's a different. I'm not, like, let's I think he's had a bad experience at, at, at IKEA, folks. I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> <laughs> Your couch, I, you weren't able to put it together. I, I, oh. yeah. Well, I've been to all those places, so so oh. I I know what I'm talking about when I'm saying. I mean, there's those I've nations thrive on. I've I mean, had I've had friends that come from um, the Netherlands, and they talk about how when they come here to the United States, they just do not understand how is it that there is such um, a dichotomy that they, they don't understand that. However, uh, when, where they come from, it's it exists, but not at the scale. That and and key exists. word is dichotomy. <laughs> yeah, at, at the expense of lives. I mean, are we? Which what are we talking about? We're talking about economy, or we're talking about economy. are we back at guns? Well, you know I'm something. <laughs> I, you so this this whole subject came up, and the word capitalism came into the conversation because one of the questions I asked is, what are we protecting? And you said liberty. The freedom to do, um, but when I see someone with a gun, I see that as a form of power, that someone is trying to come into a situation and dominate someone else. With my mouth, I'm able to negotiate a multi-million dollar deal with my mouth, 
I'm able to find the way from A to B. I'm able to create a relationship. With a gun, it's very difficult to do that because what I'm saying to someone is, we're not going to talk, we're going to shoot. Okay, I, I think it, I, you're right on the, on the power structure. But what it does is it puts me at the same level of power as the government, doesn't it? Right? But like it puts me at the same level of government of power the as 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 the as the police. The government can still punish you for possession of that gun, and it depends in on what New you York, do. In New York, because gun. because we we have like basically taken guns out of the hands of people and put them into the hands of. Uh, now we're gonna go way back. Go. We're gonna have to go way 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 back how far? because how far? the host of this show not only is he African American but he is European. He's Irish and French and he's also Native American. So I'm a descendant of people who built this country on my black. I am also someone who feels very, the, the, you know, being Caucasian and being from Boston, I feel very, very snooty and entitled. Yes, I am an elitist. I believe in educating uh, the masses, and I believe that if one is not educated, they're not able to participate fully in the process as they should. But being Native American on both sides of my mom's family, I don't see guns as something that is a problem of the government. I see guns as a problem that were brought to these shores under the auspice of gaining a, 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 of, of gaining a sort of foothold and being able to kill a deer or kill a pheasant or, 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 or maybe they use guns for fish. I have no idea. But we were talking about mullets. We were talking about something that would probably take you a minute to two minutes to load. We now have AK-47 rifles. What are we killing? It's the same, but it's, it, it's, it's about the principle behind I, it. I hear some stuttering, so I'm going to let you okay, continue. All right. You can think I'm stuttering. But it is about the principle, right? It's, a, it's about the principle of... Who's who get who has the power? Who has the power in this ah, relationship? That's a key right? word. That's a key no, word. So is, we talk about it? guns and God. We 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 when when we have the the our constitution was developed by our quote unquote founding fathers. All of them were European except for Hamilton, who was part black. And we know how that ended up. And so this this Second Amendment right to bear arms. Come on, Luke. You know and I know that right was for them to be able to bear arms in wartime to protect themselves. That's not what the Constitution has said. Well, it's for a the actual statement is for a well-regulated militia. 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 <laughs> and, yes. Army, but, Navy, Air Force, yeah. Marines, Coast Guard. That's not the militia. Not militia. The, militia. the militia is uh, citizen soldiers that are called up to assist the standing military. Uh, in the South, they were used as slave police, uh, and that's why they were armed. Um, in the, in the, and in the South, they wouldn't allow slaves to have guns, right? Well, no, but why I mean, when, when, right, because when they you're, want to give them power. In the North, right? Exactly. In the North, and if they had guns, they're not what, even, what they, they weren't even done. considered an entire person. They were considered 60%. Exactly. They were considered chattels. So where's the liberty and the power They in that? should have been given it. Well... The, the, right? Uh, the right to bear arms in the South for the regulated militia was the, was the slave police, and in the North, it was the militia versus the Native Americans. Um, and Guns being used to suppress. Well, yeah. And to the, control. The thing is that, that, that unlike Canada, 
where uh, they made treaties with the Native Americans and they kept those treaties. Here, um, the minute you had another land grab, um, Washington simply turned a blind eye to settlers constantly uh, violating treaties, which then necessitated those individuals carrying guns, which then necessitated not only a militia, but uh, everyone being armed. The, in Canada, the, the mounted police controlled the country, and we still do. They're, they're, people have hunting arms, they have firearms to go. Well, in Canada, and, sure. We wear black shirts and we kill bison. Sure. <laughs> you don't have the, the necessity for assault rifles. And part of the problem here, uh, which was started by the John Birch Society, is the constant fear of a fascist state. And the fear of the fascist state is what fuels a lot of people to feel that they need assault rifles to combat the police because in fact the police are being militarized in this country and they are being militarized they are being like robocop they are being blooded or, on the black community but they intend to use it on all of us well, if you, they can get away with I'm it i'm going to move back here so um, luke, luke made an interesting comment and he you know he said the government I'm, you, you say that you're a Republican, but I hear things that make me think that you might be libertarian because you don't sound as extreme as some of my Republican friends. Libertarians are about their freedom. You do what you do, I do what I do, but you know, don't mess with my money. Well, I would be, but libertarians threw me under the bus too many times. So they just, I'm done with them. What, so you, Gary, was his name Gary Hart? Was that his name? Who's the last guy no, that ran the libertarian uh, ticket? The liber oh, man. Gary it, someone. It, it was Gary, but it wasn't Hart. Yeah, okay. older. You're, you're dating yourself there. Oh, uh, man. Ooh, uh, no, meow. Um, yeah, I cannot remember. The, you know, yeah, I can't remember. But no, <laughs> I, listen, it, I, I'm, I'm not libertarian, but I do support, a, like, I think the, the role of the government, the role of government in general, is to punish evil and to affirm what is good. And to that's punish it. evil. It, I like the way that sounds, but I know that my people, whether they were African American or Native American, just having a, um, just having a, just three of us getting together was considered a crime if you were of African descent. And if you were Native American and you happen to be in a state like Florida and you were Seminole, at a certain point, you were uh, given a smallpox blanket and told trail of tears here you go bye-bye keep going when you get to oklahoma let us know and then you can stop so these people were forcefully removed from their land and restricted from owning guns so if right, native like, americans no, listen, listen if 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 now if, the if you are had not guns. given if you are if you do not have the the right and the ability and the and the power to defend yourself and your family then of course you're going to be enslaved I by the next person that comes along and takes advantage of you and your situation, right? Like we we have, we live in a in a moment where where uh, we we don't have the kinds of like we're not where we were a hundred years ago, hundred and fifty years ago. Right? In terms oh, we of don't want to be where we were 150 years ago. Because listen, I wouldn't be standing here with exactly. a microphone in front exactly. of you. I would I be like locked up. I know exactly. I like exactly. Are you free? Do you, you think you're free? Uh, like 
Okay. We'll be here. I, I mean, as a, as a Haitian Puerto Rican sister, you know, with an, with an afro, do you do you get grief walking in the street? Do you get people that feel threatened by you? Of course, especially with this afro in my head. Like, you don't think that people, like, will stare, not because of amazement at how big it is, but just, like, the political statement that's behind it. Wow. Do they call you Angela Davis? My husband calls me Angela Davis. Now, did Angela Davis ever carry guns? Yeah, she did. She's she photographed she with guns. Yeah, she's she photographed with guns. Did she ever talk about God in the same sentence as guns? I don't believe so. I don't believe so no. either. No, she, uh, Angela Davis was completely different. I mean, yes, she was photographed with a gun, but no, she, she made very good political sense. She made points which, unfortunately... Uh, threatened the white racist establishment. Ah, keyword, threatened. So let's go back. Guns and God. When we feel threatened, we have a gun. What is threatened? Is our liberty threatened? Is our way of life threatened? Is our, is our ability to earn a living threatened? What is threatened? Why carry a gun? What is threatened? No, I think it's I think carrying a gun for, like I said so many times in this, it's a principle of freedom. Right, it's a principle of my power is equal to that of the state. Right, my power as an individual. Right, out of many one. That's on our coins. Right, like it is. It is. It is. We are. We are a nation that has chosen as, in contrast to, to Canada, which still has. You know, was was basically a monarch. Right, who who submitted itself? Everyone well, was the subject of government. the king. No, you no, you and not at the time when when Canada was formed. You were still under King. At Edward. the time, well, right. At and, the and time, so making all these treaties, they, like up. No, you have a. I mean, listen, we can. I, I know the structure of of the UK government. Right. My point is that we have we have. He tells the British guy, "I know the structure of your government." So American. Go ahead, Luke. <laughs> I do I? <laughs> okay. Whatever. <laughs> Canada became independent in 1860. Oh. Okay. Well, the United States is still looking to be independent, but we seem to be From dependent what? on many things. Yeah, that's another thing. It's like, why is it that the entire, your entire, um, the idea, like, I have to be safe, I have to be free. Why does that, why are you using a, why are you using a weapon of violence to do it? Like, what does that tell and you? And this is interesting, because, and I'm going to cut you off for a second, because her being Haitian, her being Haitian-American and Puerto Rican, Puerto Rico is a is a commonwealth of the United States. Perhaps if they had guns, the United States wouldn't be there. And then there's Haiti, which actually not only overthrew, uh, I'm told that they not only overthrew France, mm -hmm. but they also overthrew Spain and the United States at some point. Yeah. So fighters, fighters, fighters. That's in our blood. What if they had what if they had guns? I, they I, did it without no, them. I'm fine with them having well, actually, my they, point. They, some of them did. Yeah, they yeah. basically took the guns away from the Europeans yeah. that were there. Yeah. Mm. So lack of guns is sort of like an equalizer. Yes. Yeah. And or then, guns uh, is an equalizer. Well, they, they took away the armament of the um, Spanish and French troops that were there, and they had um, guidance by uh, two or three Polish regiments that taught them how to uh, use them. And the Poles became honorary um, uh, Haitians. Yeah. Okay, let's let's go back here because we're 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 down to five minutes in time. So I just want to sort of get get a get get a summation from each of you before we close out. Uh, when I talk about guns and God and homegrown te terror, what does our modern day terrorists look like? Mm, it just it looks like 
homegrown terrorists, what do they look like? Ineffectual young white male feeling their dissent, disenfranchised from a society that's heralded them from the very beginning. But would you consider someone from Chicago who's killing another black man a terrorist? Ooh. Um, okay, I'm going to let you think on that one. <laughs> In a definitive sense, yes. Anyone that tries to threaten the life, the life of another is terrorist. It oh. can be qualified as terrorist, especially if you're impugning on somebody's life. Okay. However, 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 you know, you also have to back engineer what's causing, like for instance, what's causing all the violence in Chicago, like the theft of resources, the fact that they're underfunded, the fact that the government has failed them in providing wow. adequate education. So you're talking about e economic injustice. Yes. That's a perfect word as I move to Kirk Adair. Economic injustice, what? Guns and God. How do we get economic justice utilizing guns and or God? Well, that's a big question for the ending of the uh, show. Uh, economic justice, um, People need to concentrate on, uh, Jefferson said, concentrate on your local government, and that's that's very important to begin with. And then everybody has to vote, and everybody has to be aware of what's going on in Washington, because the, the gravy boat has to stop, and it's on both sides. It's not just for Democrats. But not, not everybody's allowed to vote, sir. Not Everybody should be allowed to vote, and working toward that, the, the, uh, the political parties should make sure that they check gerrymandering and do as much as they can to stop the gerrymandering. And the second thing is to make sure that everyone is registered to vote. Because in Georgia, uh, Korean Americans who were registering in the capital to vote, there were over 15,000 of them names simply, the Georgia government walked in, took all the names and left. Hmm. Hmm. Just took them. Okay. And those people, being Asian American and being immigrants, were afraid after that to in fact vote. Uh, voting is incredibly important. Economic, adjust, economic justice, on the other hand, has to be addressed in a number of different ways. Okay, and, and is it possible that a gun can protect any of that? And no, not, not in the economic sense, but what Luke was saying is owning the gun makes you in some ways equal to the power that is. It's, the reason that it was set up that way, the, Washington set up the fact that people were carrying guns because he was aware of, of tyranny, and he stressed, and he stressed it through Hamilton, and he stressed it through the other founding fathers, that it was necessary to have a well-regulated militia okay. so you in order word. to oppose any tyranny that might be thrust on them politically. Okay, that's the second time you said tyranny. I'm going to move over to Luke Moon, and you are going to tell me Tyranny, homegrown terror, you said having a gun equalizes you with the state. So when we talk about homegrown terror, guns, and God, what state are we in? Well, I don't understand the question. Of course they you don't, don't understand they, the question because it has like, a dual meaning. Which, no, which one of those are you talking about? Okay, I'm talking about what, what state is our country in? When we talk about guns and God, are, are we are, do we have a problem with homegrown terror, or is it just a figment of our imagination? Final thought. No, I think we have we have lots of problems in America, and we have problems with 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 kids killing kids. We have kids and you know people going into schools and shooting up the schools. People in 
in, uh, of gang violence in cities across America. Uh, but just because people abuse the people abuse the right doesn't mean that the right should be abolished for everybody, right? Like I don't know why that like if 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 somebody drinks and drives their car today, right, and and kill somebody, we're not gonna say, well, you know, let's just ban all cars, right? But that's the mentality behind guns, right? Okay. And I and I. I, I disagree with that. I, 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 I appreciate that final thought. Uh, I don't remember cars being an issue of killing people when we wrote our Constitution. I, I don't remember... Uh, listen, I don't remember AIDS being an issue when we wrote our Constitution, and these are things that killed. But in both cases, with cars and AIDS, we use either sexual preventative measures or with cars, we use driving preventative measures. And for some reason, um, we have a situation here that seems to be getting out of hand. And what I will say is that um, we need some preventative measures in regards to the guns. Mr. Moon probably does not agree. I'm going to thank you guys for tuning in to Verbal Assault live stream today coming to you from Brooklyn. I am your host, Marky Devereaux, and we really hope you guys enjoyed our program. Thank you for tuning in, and we will speak with you tomorrow when we discuss impeachment, conflicts of interest. Good night.